This is the intro. Why? Good evening and welcome to Rock Strikes. Welcome to Rock Strikes Ten, the show guaranteed to always give you ten songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that. All right, it is now time for part two of our great albums of 2017, officially here on Rock Strikes 10. Every one of these albums are albums I recommend you to own, purchase legit, and all that good stuff. Maybe even uh, tweet the artist. Let them know you heard them on Rock Strikes 10. I don't know. Something something different and innovative. That would be nice. Yes. But, man, this is definitely, uh, you know, there, a lot of the songs on here are going to be upper echelon albums, especially from our great albums of 2017 list. This first album up, I had a lot of fun with it. Listened to it a lot. Bought the vinyl. They were cool enough to throw in a bonus 7-inch single when I when you buy the uh, vinyl. Love when bands take care of fans like that. Good stuff. Rancid always has a great working class mentality. Legit punk rockers. And uh, been a Rancid fan for a long time, and I will continue to be as long as they keep throwing it down. Really enjoyed Troublemaker, especially. Even more so than the last album. The last album was good, but this one was a step up. So I like when bands, you know, put forward that extra effort. Write a bunch of uh, extra good songs. This song right here, in my top three of the year of songs, maybe my favorite song of the year, I don't know, but it's up there. It's so freaking fun and great and pays tribute to a great bygone era of quality rock and roll, especially British glam rock. You're going to hear a lot of Slade influence on this. I heard their Sirius XM special when they referred to bands like the Hello People and even Ace Frehley's solo album as an influence on the style that they chose for this song. They were like... We could have done a whole record like this. And I'm like, please do. So maybe they will next time. That would be great. Uh, But check this out. This is great. Uh, This is, like I said, one of my favorite songs of the whole year. The great Rancid, the Bay Area's finest. This is Bobber Rock and Roll. Shoot! Sure. 
really think of a better way to open up a show than with that song right there, Bobber Rock and Roll by Rancid from Troublemaker. Go get that record. It's a lot of fun, uh, especially if you're a fan of the working class style punk rock mentality. Here's another album you definitely want to pick up, and it's definitely, it leans more Americana uh, along with your punk rock, which is an interesting mix of styles. It actually seems to work. Jesse Mallon has pretty much perfected that lately over the last decade or so. But uh, it was nice to finally get a comeback record, albeit sophomore album, by Bash and Pop. It had been like over 20 years since the first Bash and Pop record. And of course, Tommy Stinson, the leader of Bash and Pop, had a lot of other things going on. But I was really glad he had some time to put out a new Bash and Pop record because it was it was worth the wait. I almost was kind of like, ah, this is all right the first time I heard it. But this defined a true grower in 2017. The more I listened to it, the more I loved it. It's just one of those albums. So by that rationale, I highly recommend picking up the album Anything Could Happen by Bash and Pop. Here's a great song off of it that I haven't played yet on the show this year because we played them a few times on the show already this year. But here's another great one from the record. This is Never Wanted to Know.
All right. Never Wanted to Know by Bash and Pop off of their 2017 effort. Anything could happen. Definitely an album to pick up. I wonder if, did you catch the little nod to Prince there in the guitar solo? A few notes of Purple Rain in there. Yeah. I noticed it the first time I heard it. Go check it out. Go go back and listen to it. It's there. It's it's very obvious. Tommy Stenson, a Minnesota guy, and definitely a, a fan of Prince. And he told a really nice story about Prince when he died. And I heard this story on Cobras and Fire. It was just a really nice story. You should go check out Cobras and Fire's tribute to Prince as well, the one the one that they did last year. It's good stuff. So there's my Cobras and Fire plug. I just recorded an episode recently with them, so it should be out pretty soon. It was a lot of fun as always. Those guys, they kill me. They're one of the highlights of 2017 for me. Just getting to meet them in person was great at the Rock and Pot Expo. So taking that with me. Love you guys. Good job. Great show there, Luce and Baco. You guys, you guys have kept me laughing throughout a year where there wasn't a whole lot of laughter otherwise. So uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. I don't want you to think that uh, there's anything wrong in my personal life. My personal life is fucking awesome. It's just that there's so many bad things in the world. It's just uh, good comedy is needed out there. So that's why I wanted to thank them personally right here on record on Rock Strikes 10. And thanks for listening. I know they're going to hear this. That's why another reason why I'm saying it. So one of my few fellow podcasters actually listen to the show. I know Senzak listens. Thanks, Senzak. Love you, man. And you just put that whole thing together along with BJ of Rockin' or Roll. Man, boof. You guys, that, that had to be everybody's favorite moment of the year. I can't imagine it wasn't. So let's do it again. 2018. I'm excited. The metal years. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on, uh, another great band that had a, a comeback as far as finally putting a new record out was Living Color, a band that has been around for over 30 years and is, what is this, like their fifth album or something, sixth album? <laughs> they don't have a lot of records out, but uh, this one, super quality, definitely had to pick up Shade, much like the Body Count album I talked about in the previous episode. Uh, eloquent and angry enough, the way I like them. So there's a lot of that on Shade. There's a lot of general stuff as well. It's not it's not an all political album or anything, even though they're they're pretty political, uh, not on wax. But I just really enjoyed the shit out of this album, Shade. It's a quality quality hard rock album that you should definitely own. And I could have played anything off of this album, but this is my current favorite song. So turn it up. This is Glass Teeth.
There you go. Glass Teeth from the album Shade and by Living Color, one of the better upper echelon albums of 2017 that you must go pick up. Great stuff there. That one's dedicated to the great Eric Miller of the Pods and Sods podcast, Pods and Sods Network. Go check them out. And uh, also, what's up, Craig? Another couple of solid guys that I met out at the Rock and Pod Expo, and I became a, a, a big fan of their show just based off of meeting them and just how they really conduct themselves as people and as citizens online. Really love those guys and appreciate them. So there you go. That was for you guys. Look forward to hearing more of your episodes next year as well. All right, this next one here. What, what a great album this next one is. And a band that showed a lot of promise on their debut album a few years ago. This band put out an album a few years ago called Saigon Kiss. They're called Heavy Tiger. It's an all-female act from Sweden. I believe they're from Sweden. That's usually my go-to there, but I'm almost positive they're Swedish. But, man, what is it about Sweden? I, I have no idea, but whatever it is, they need to bottle it up and send it to the States because we need a bad down here. Uh... So yeah, Heavy Tiger, they're just so great, so fun, so rockin', and just everything you gotta love about rock and roll music. Their sophomore album, Glitter, was a step up from their debut album, and I, I love Saigon Kiss. I thought it was a cool record. This one, I listened to it over and over again. It's super catchy, super fun, and you just gotta get this album, so go pick up Glitter by Heavy Tiger. There's not a lot in the way of physical copies in America, but get it on iTunes. It's on iTunes, or pay through the nose for an import. Worth it either way, and here's another proof positive here. This is The Only Way Is Up. <laughs>
there you go. Heavy Tiger with The Only Way Is Up from their latest album, Glitter, a must-own album from 2017. Go get it. Go get it. Go buy it. All right. Next one here. Uh, these next uh, handful of entries I talked about when I was on the year-end episode of Talking Metal. It's always great to be on Talking Metal. It's, it's a freaking honor. My longest subscribed podcast here. And, you know, Mark's just a solid freaking guy. And got to catch up with him again at the Rock and Pod Expo. Saw him out during Kiss Rocks Vegas a few years ago. But just to be able to hang out with him and Emily and, and John also. John was a hoot. He's, he's a good dude. But uh, yeah, just being on Talking Metal, being asked to come on every year, especially for the year-end episodes, is just massive. It's it's everything to me. And so we, we talked about some of these records coming up here. The next three, to be precise. This one right here, man. It's just nice finally after to, to me and i'm not so locked in to the the local scene out here in dallas and fort worth i know what i like and i've heard a handful of really cool bands over the years uh, we, we've talked about true widow and pinkish black and bands like that uh, but you know just ever since you know like ever since pantera broke up uh, it just really hasn't been the same as far as like we don't have that one like real iconic band for like true tried and true heavy metal uh, until recently this band Power Trip, for me, just seemed to come out of nowhere. And they've got this new album out this year called Nightmare Logic. And it, it's it's a perfect album for someone like me. Like, like my bubble of how I go with heavy metal really is like, uh, they just have it in spades. Uh, the, it's, it's modern enough, but it definitely has a ton of nods to old school metal. You know, classic thrash and classic metal. Uh, but also, you know, I understand the words and they're not a cookie monster band, but they're heavy as shit too. That's that's what I need out of my heavy metal bands. They're just a perfect mix of what I want when I go heavy metal. Power Trip is one of those bands that you got to check out, especially if you're a fan of metal. And they're, they're going to kick your ass. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So here you go. Here's a title track from their album, Nightmare Logic. Check this one out.
There you go. Nightmare Logic by Power Trip. Go get into those guys. Doing Dallas proud. Great stuff there. The other thing I love about Power Trip is, the yeah, the songs are there, but also that production, great production right there. They are ready for prime time, so let's make that happen. Another band who is as well, and I saw them live this year, along with a handful of other bands on this list, but they left a massive impression on me. But this band, Paul Bear from Arkansas, just one of the other better modern metal bands that you could get into. And uh, complete yin-yang stylistically from Power Trip. Like, Power Trip is classic thrash. You see moshing as you hear it in your head. Uh, but Paul Bear is a different animal, for sure. Uh, obviously, big Sabbath fans. I'm sure they're pretty big Typo fans as well. It comes from that school, the, the, the classic doom school of heavy metal. They write these epic songs, and you know, there's like usually like six or seven songs on the record, because on the average, their songs are like six to nine minutes long. They're real long songs, but they, you know, they just take you on a journey. So you got to get the whole record and just get into it. it. It's great stuff. And another band, they got a sense of melody too. That's the other thing. I, I need that in my heavy metal. So all these other bands can learn a thing or twelve from Power Trip and from Paul Bear and a few other bands. You know, Ghost is another one I think of as well. Uh, but here you go. Get into Paul Bear. And here, once again, just like the last one, this is the title track from their latest album. This is Heartless.
title track to their latest album, Heartless. That was Paul Bear. Go get into those guys. So, so good. You know, I, I don't really do the t-shirt thing as much as I'd like to when I go to shows, but I definitely made a point when I went to see Paul Bear. I just, I wear the t-shirt with pride because I want more people to know about him. So that's when you know you really like a new band when you're actually like going to get out of your regular t-shirt bubble. Like, you know, I have enough Kiss shirts to last me the whole month, but uh, yeah, wear their t-shirt proudly. Another band that I wear their t-shirt very proudly is this one right here. One of my favorite modern rock bands in the entire world. Pretty much never lets me down. Talking about Danko Jones. Put out an album called Wildcat in 2017. I didn't like it as much as the previous album, Fire Music, but Fire Music was just so damn good. It was really hard to live up to it. I listened to Fire Music just like over and over again like a mental patient. So I probably should have mentally prepared more for the fact that I just wouldn't like the next album as much, almost by default. But it, that, that's almost not even their fault. That's just, that's just my brain. <laughs> I'm blaming it on me. How about that? Uh, but Danko Jones, man, Wildcat, super fun record. And it's 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 a, the double cheeseburger effect, as Ken Mills likes to say. Uh, you know what you're going to get, and he never lets you down. And I, I love that Danko's out there doing his thing. Still love listening to his podcast. He's just an all-over cool freaking guy. So uh, here's another instant classic for you to enjoy by Danko Jones. One of my favorite songs off of Wildcat. This is My Little Rock and Roll.
there you go. Denko Jones with My Little Rock and Roll, or actually officially on the album, it's My Little R&R. And uh, he said that was a tip of the nod to the Rolling Stones song, Little TNA, from uh, Tattoo You. I remember him being interviewed on, once again, the Cobras and Fire podcast. And he said, yeah, they always said My Little Rock and Roll on that song, but that's not what it was called. So they went ahead and grabbed the title. Great stuff there. Classic. All right. Here's a band that I've mentioned this before. I think even when I played a song off of this latest album a few episodes ago, but I've I've had kind of an up and down history with their catalog. Sometimes they put out these great albums that inspire me, and sometimes they just put out albums that are just like, ah, and I never even think about listening to them again. Uh, so in, in that respect, uh, I'm always curious as to what the Foo Fighters are going to put down when they put out a new record. And I always go in a little bit with my fists up, but this one really delivered the goods. Concrete and Gold is, is to me, an instant classic. I, I think it, it belongs up there in the conversations with their, their best albums. You know, everybody, almost anybody, whether they even hate the Foo Fighters now, they all say Color and the Shape is their best album. That album's great, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm still just high off of this new record, but I think this one might be their best album top to bottom. Who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe need a few years for it to wear off, but for right now, I say put it in the conversation. Uh, along with In Your Honor, especially the first disc of In Your Honor is super solid, but man, yeah, get concrete and gold. And, you know, it, I, I, I dig the fact, I, I, I do, I'm not hating on the mainstream success of the Foo Fighters. They play arenas. They still get played on the radio. They play Saturday Night Live. They seem to be the only rock band invited to the Grammys. That's all great. At least they're a good band. At least if somebody's going to fly the flag, I'm glad they're doing it. They always do interesting things at their shows. Sometimes it's a one-night-only event that just happens. You know, like what they did at the Forum a couple of years ago with all the guest stars and just, you know, bringing up people like Chris Novoselic in their set and the fact that Dave jumps up on the Guns N' Roses stage at one point. You know, it's always fun. It keeps rock and roll going. And not even just on that principle. This album, Concrete and Gold, is great. And it's another one of those albums I think you got to listen to the whole thing top to bottom. I think they really sequenced it to where you need to listen to it as a whole album. I even, you know, I flip around on terrestrial radio when I go to the corner store because I want to plug everything in. So I hit the radio now and again. And I heard this guy as a neighborhood on the radio the other day. And I was happy to hear it on there because that means I didn't have to flip around. But at the same time, it didn't hit me as much as it did when I first heard it on the album, and when I continue to hear it on the album. So I really feel, in that aspect, this is an album rock album, if that makes any sense. Most of you guys know what I'm talking about. Okay, but get it. It's a good record. I'm going to play any song off of this. Right now, I feel like playing this one. So here's one you haven't heard on the radio, at least. This is Arrows.
Alright, there you go. Arrows by Foo Fighters off of their latest Concrete and Gold. I'm just going to go ahead and dedicate that one to the great Pete LaRussa. My buddy Pete down there over in Brooklyn. What's up, man? Always fun to talk with you. You were also one of the highlights of my year as well. So just saying hello to everybody here. I, I appreciate everybody that's listened to this. I could go on and on. Let me let me list a few here. Definitely going to go with Sir Chris Riley over there on the other side of the pond. The great Todd Cunningham out there on the on the Bay Area. Uh, man, just so many cool people. Matt Ashcraft. I don't say his name enough on the show, and I should. What's going on, Matt Ashcraft? There's not too many to mention. I just, you know, when you have the mic on and it's live and it says record, you just, I just freak out and I forget. So I'm sorry. Uh, my, my, uh, my coworker, Rob, she, uh, she's been listening lately. So, Hey Rob, how you doing? Thanks for listening. And you know, admitting that you listen means a lot. All right, let's move on here. Second to last song here of the night. And I, I said like the last three albums that I would represent here on the show are my top, top favorites. So yeah, starting with Foo Fighters there, into this one right here. I don't think any other albums got more repeated listens this year than these last two albums I'm going to represent here on our top albums list of 2017. So strap yourselves in. These are the ones, if you have to pick two, these are the ones you got to have. You just got to have these records. And for completely different reasons. I love rock and roll and these two albums represent two different types of rock and roll for me but we should all be as one we should all not be separatists and that's just how i feel so we're going to start off with the down and dirty glammy trashy pop punk element of wildlife from the east coast and i have to say this every time you spell it w-y-l-d-l-i-f-e they have a new album out, or, you know, it's 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 recent. It came out in February uh, called Out on Your Block on Wicked Cool Records, which is actually Little Steven's label, and saw them live, and they just blew me away, bought all their records that night, and, you know, just super cool band, doing it right, rock and roll for the sake of rock and roll. I, I've been saying this the whole two parts here. I could play any song off of this album, and you'd get an idea of how great it is. But this is my current favorite right now. So here you go for Wildlife and the album Out on Your Block. This is Bandita.
right, there you go. Pretty much tied with first for my favorite, favorite album of the year. That was Wildlife with the Out on Your Block album. That was Bandita from said album. Go buy that record. The vinyl's really cool. It's on white vinyl in case uh, you're interested. Good stuff there. All right. Closing off here with uh, my probably my current favorite modern act. I've got a handful of favorite modern acts, including Wildlife and Ghost and bands like that. Denko. But uh, this band right here, they just, a few years ago, they just seemed to come out of nowhere. I heard about him on Denko Jones' podcast, actually, with the with the singer there. And he just talked about this band for the whole hour and sold me on it. I didn't even hear one note. And thankfully, they didn't let me down once I finally heard them. And their album a few years ago, Skyline Whispers, was my favorite album of that year. They got tied with uh, Electric Blood by Biters that year for my favorite albums of the year. And once again, they pull it off getting the award for my favorite album of the year, the Night Flight Orchestra, coming back with this album, Amber Galactic. And everything about this record is, is great to me. It's I, I, I try to describe this band, and I literally have to go with the fact that obviously they're fans of the 75 through 85 era of classic rock. And I, I feel like they just write down a bunch of different bands from that era, throw them all in a hat, draw them out of the hat, and be like, we're going to write a song that sounds like a song by this band and to where it doesn't sound stupid or anything or like cheesy or forced like if you're looking for cheese yeah you might find it in there but i these guys really are on the level they actually really love this kind of music they're not doing it for the joke or to be ironic or anything like that they're definitely too old to be ironic but uh just very cool band they put out a handful of videos to represent this album and you got to go look up all the videos the videos really are a different kind of experience into itself and that's why i wanted to play this song Probably my favorite song of the whole year. I just love this song. I can't explain it, but it's just a good song. It it definitely is lost in time. But I feel like you have to go watch the video as well. It's one of those things. It just looks like a video that was made at that time as well. So, we're closing off part two of our favorite albums of 2017 here on Rock Strikes 10 with arguably my favorite song of the year. As of today, I would have to say that it is. So here you go. Night Flight Orchestra and something mysterious.
thought after two episodes of metal and punk rock and everything in between a pseudo neo retro ballad would be my favorite song of the year but it is but it is the night flight orchestra and something mysterious off of their latest album amber galactic go get that record i was lucky enough to get a first pressing vinyl of it i am going to brag about that it was uh, two records, and it came in like a purple galaxy space design. It's got a bunch of space dust on it, and it's purple. And uh, for those of you that might have had Paradise Theater by Sticks on vinyl, the side four of it has like a, a, an embossed logo on the back of it because there's no audio on the fourth side. And if you buy it on that or like uh, get the Amazon bonus MP3 version, then there's a cover of Mick Jagger's Just Another Night on there. If you remember that song from 1985, I hadn't thought about that song in a long time until I heard their cover of it. But uh, just everything that is, is fun about going retro is in the Night Flight Orchestra for me. So go check them out. And continue to check out Rock Strikes 10 here in the new year of 2018. We've got a whole bunch of different kind of things going on. So stay tuned. CNJRadio.com. Every episode of Rock Strikes 10, including the ones that aren't on iTunes. While you're there, stick around for the Synaptic Empire podcast featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. 
Also, Last Theater on the Left, hosted by Chris, and Wrestling House Show, relaunched in a mere matter of days. All right. Last but not least, extra special thanks and Happy New Year to Pete LaRussa, the great Pete LaRussa, and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro that we play on every episode. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to take a few days off, damn it, because... I think I deserve it. I've only recorded seven shows over the last week or so. So, yeah. I think I'm going to go check out the real world for a little bit and see if it's any good. So, all right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Happy New Year. Be safe. Be cool. Have fun.